This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Nelson Tressler. Nelson is a serial entrepreneur, real estate investor, and author of the Unlucky Sperm Club. He is currently the founder and CEO of I Got Smarter, a goal obtainment program that helps people finally achieve their life's biggest goals. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, Thanks for having me on, Roman. My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today? Yeah, I've, I've got a pretty uh, unique uh, ori- origin story, and that, that's kind of my book goes into that. But So my mom became pregnant with me when she was 15 years old. Uh, she was one of 16 children. Uh, her father was the uh, local trash collector in a small town of 6,000 people in Pennsylvania. And uh, one day while, uh, while she was pregnant with me, her father kind of went on a rampage went into the town square and opened fire on uh, two police officers, killing one and and wounding the other. And uh, he was brought to trial and was facing the death penalty. And uh, it was at that time that my mom uh, got on the stand and testified to the jury that the reason that her father had shot and killed that police officer was because that police officer had raped my mom. And she was now carrying his baby, who was me. And uh, that, uh, that testimony worked. Uh, the, the first trial ended in a hung jury. And then my, my grandfather eventually did go to prison for the rest of his life, uh, leaving behind you know, me and my mom and the rest of his family to kind of deal with the consequences of, uh, of what uh, his actions were. So that was kind of the start of my life. Um, and things didn't get any easier, uh, you know, for me. Uh, you know, the my mom had me when she was 15. Um, she ended up, uh, you know, getting married at the age of uh, 21. And she married a, a man who was uh, very uh, physically and emotionally abusive to both me and her. And so I had to deal with that. Uh, he... Uh, he had stints of in and out of uh, of jail and prison uh, because of his temper and because of uh, the lifestyle that he was living. He was an alcoholic. Um, and that, of course, had a, a huge effect on my personal life and, and, and my schooling. Uh, in, the, in the fourth grade, uh, I remember looking down at my report card at the end of the year, uh, excited to see who I was going to go into fifth grade you know, who I was going to have in fifth grade and realized that I had straight F's. And the reason for that was I had missed 60 days of school that year. By this time, my mom had four more children and uh, I was taking on a lot of those duties of uh, caring for them and nighttime feedings because of the lifestyle that my uh, stepfather and my mother were living at this time. Um, Eventually, um, my stepfather was walking home drunk from a bar one night and somebody else was driving home drunk from that bar and ended up hitting and killing him. 
And uh, it was at this time that my mother, uh, you know, she has five kids now, no education. She's dropped out of school in the eighth grade. She's never worked outside of the home. And as rough as her life has been to this point, uh, you know, now she's left with five kids and, and no education and, and really no hope. And it was at this time that she decided to uh, take her own life. And uh, fortunately, she was not successful. But at that time, um, our family was split up. I went to go live with my grandmother, uh, who is the wife of the man who shot and killed the police officers. My sister went to go live with uh, my uh, mom's sister. And then my three brothers did stay with my mom. Uh, she just uh, was not in a position or, or could take care of all five of us. And uh, that was the time where I finally got to uh, sort of a, a stable childhood. And, you know, education was never a big thing uh, for our family. Uh, of my mom's uh, 14 or 15 brothers and sisters, only two had ever graduated high school. Um, but at my Graham's house, I at least had to go to school. And it was at that time that I started kind of reflecting upon my life and what, you know, what, where I was headed, what direction my life was headed in. And I came to the conclusion that, you know, life pretty much sucked and uh, I had to do something different in order to, uh, you know, change that direction. And uh, there was a counselor that came from a university that uh, was talking about how, how to get into uh, college and kind of a uh, light went off in my head. If, if I could be that first person in my family to graduate from college, I could change that direction of my life. And I set that goal in seventh grade. And, uh, you know, right away, you know, like so many things, whenever you set that goal, all that negative self-thought starts going off in your head. You're like, who, who are you to think that you could go to college? You're, you, you'd be lucky to graduate high school. I mean, you, you, I, I found out, you know, at this time I was in special ed uh, classes. I couldn't read. I couldn't write. I still can't spell. And I, you know, come to find out I had dyslexia. So I had all these things going off like uh, you have no right to even think that you can graduate from college. But I kind of pushed that aside and realized that, you know, I, I needed to do something. And through a lot of hard work and, uh, you know, it took me 12 years after setting that uh, first goal. Uh, I, uh, couldn't afford, I, I couldn't afford to go back to school. So I ended up joining the Air Force to get money to go to school. But 12 years later, four different schools later, I became that first person in my family to graduate from college. And uh, that's what really put me on the path to uh, learning how important goals can be in your life and how important uh, personal development can be. Sorry, I rambled on there, but... Uh, uh, I get pretty passionate about that story. Yeah, that, that's that's a lot to unpack. Uh, I mean, anyone that goes through something, they have the the opportunity to use it as you know a crutch or an excuse, or they can have it redefine them. Obviously, harness it, still have it as a reminder, and never really like, heal from those experiences. But take that and you know package it up, and then do something positive with it. Like my wife and I are foster parents, so, we, so a lot of children are coming from similar situations where it's kind of crazy, but, you know, we just try to instill a, uh, a home and a safe place where, you know, anything is possible, that they're loved and that they're safe and give them a different view of what life can be or, you know, what parents should be 
to their kids. And hopefully that has a positive impact on them moving forward. Yeah, I mean, you hit on that. I mean, one of the one of the great things in life is having that contrast. And that's something that I talk about in my book, The, the Unlucky Sperm Club, is just finding that contrast and realizing that the situation that you're in currently uh, is not necessarily uh, the situation you always have to be in. And, and by you guys being foster parents and showing these foster kids that, hey, life can be different and this is how it is, that contrast is so important. And once people realize that things can be different, they'll never be the same again. And uh, that's why contrast is so important. And that's, that's why what you and your wife are doing is, is definitely going to change lives. I mean, things like that change my life. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of a different perspective. If you know one thing all of your life and you see that something else is possible out there, then it's attainable, then, you know, you have other options than feeling like, you know, anything you do moving forward is going to be a dead end. Yeah, no, and and giving that giving people hope. Uh, that's that's why I wrote this book. That's why I started. Uh, I got smarter. Is I want people to realize that uh, you know we're not even close to in a lot of situations of reaching our true potential. And once we realize that there is so much more out there that we can become so much more if we, you know, just with a few short little steps and and a few different choices in our lives. And then we have that hope to realize that, you know what, things can, not only can they get better, they absolutely will get better if you start making different choices. Yeah. And it's kind of taking that first step because oftentimes that first step into anything new or uncertain, your body and your mindset wants to keep you safe in that kind of like direction where it's comfortable. Don't kind of rock the boat. You know, you, everything is good. Why, why change it? And then when you do change it and take a leap into business or whatever, changing your life in one direction or the other, that doesn't mean it's going to go smoothly because there's always hurdles and unforeseen challenges. But getting past that first hurdle is often kind of the biggest uh, step. Yeah. I mean, a lot of us have heard that quote, you know, the, the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. And uh, I totally believe that. And that taking that first step is sometimes the hardest. But what I found also is taking that next step is, is usually the hardest. And that's, that's what I Got Smarter is all about, is helping people not only realize what type of goals they want in their lives and what's important to them and what they're really going to be happy with, but it's, it's a matter of giving them the tools, the knowledge, and the support to continue to take those steps day in and day out and not stopping. And so many people just pull up short of just achieving their life's biggest goals because they're, they're not clear on their goals or they didn't have that support to continue whenever things get tough like you touched upon. Yeah. And in personal and in business, some of the biggest companies in the world, the only reason they're there is because they have outlasted. They didn't give up. If they hit a hurdle, they pivoted, they, you know, redefined their business. They took learnings from a failure and moved on from it. So it's one of those things where a lot of things in terms of what you want to achieve in terms of success or goals, it's just outlasting and putting in the work. Yeah, I mean that that's one of the philosophies that we use at I Got Smarter is is once you know once you once you set a goal uh 
you got to, you got to achieve that goal and, and you never quit. And uh, I mean, we're all, we're, we're all right now in pivoting. A lot of us are, you know, uh, having to do things a lot differently this year. And none of us probably anticipated this. I mean, I know for our business, you know, uh, we, uh, we had, a, we have a company called six months to success and uh, it has people meeting in groups, uh, physically, physical groups. And with the pandemic, uh, we were no longer able to do that. And you can't just throw up your hands and say, oh, well, you know, uh, this isn't going to work. It's a matter of pivoting. And it's a matter of uh, taking those shots and figuring out, you know, how can, uh, how can I do this? What meaning am I going to give this? And how can I continue uh, to achieve this goal that I set? Yeah, I mean, anything in life and the current kind of global situation, we're not in an incubator. So variables change and whatever you're dealt, you have to work with. Obviously, the journey of beginning your life and obviously going to college and everything in terms of your personal life, it, most people don't go through that. And obviously, you didn't let it define you, define you to kind of stay in that mindset or have that cycle kind of reoccur. So even now, like you look at some things that, you know, we're in, in quarantine or we can't meet in large groups, like there's always workarounds. So like me personally, some people were unreachable, but now everybody, a lot of people still are at home. So simply reaching out on social media or a direct message, hey, do you want to come on? And a lot of people don't necessarily have those live events anymore. So the conferences, the the summits and stuff like that. So they're looking for media appearances and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's kind of a pro of this situation. But there are some businesses and some industries that are inevitable that you can't do anything about. You know, a lot of brick and mortar, restaurant, entertainment things. But if anything that you're doing is connected to the internet or something remotely, or you can pivot your business to that and redefine yourself, you know, there's still opportunity out there. Yeah. And, and I mean, one of the, one of the philosophies in, in uh, I Got Smarter is things only have the meaning that you're willing to give them. And you just kind of talked about, you know, this, this is a bad situation for, for a lot of people, but if you dig deep enough and, and you look hard enough, there's almost without exception, you're going to find something good that comes out of every situation. And, you know, if you get to give meaning to everything that happens to you in your life, why on earth would you give anything a bad meaning? And uh, I, I try to do this in my life every time something kind of comes up and I, I kind of take a step back and I look, okay, you know, what is this trying to teach me? You know, what, what direction is this going to push me in? What, what positive meaning can I give this to kind of help propel my dreams and goals as opposed to giving something a negative meaning that's going to only stop me in my tracks and, and really work against me in accomplishing what I want to accomplish in my life? Yeah, I agree. I, I've had someone on the show and I kind of come back to it a lot. They, they said everything in life is either a lesson or a blessing. So regardless of that, you know, negative thing that you're going through or you've had to overcome or possibly struggling to overcome, as long as you don't let it define you and you take something out of it, you learn from it and you move on and not kind of harp on it and go back and use it as a crutch for things that you may not have accomplished or kind of, you know, give up on. If it's a learning experience and you can take something out of it, it's never truly a failure. 
Yeah. And, and I mean, that's part of my, part of my book, the unlucky sperm club is talking about getting rid of that victim mentality and realizing that, you know, you're, you're not a victim of your circumstances, rather you're the product of the choices that you make. And that's what I got smarter does as well as it helps you to continually be making those choices day in and day out that are going to get you to become one, that better version of yourself and by becoming that better version of yourself, you're actually going to become the person that can accomplish the goals that you've set out to accomplish. Yeah, I agree. So what motivates you to succeed? I know obviously those motivations may have changed over time with different variables in your life, but what currently motivates you to succeed? You know what? Uh, coming from where I came from, and I know that uh, you know not everybody makes it out of situations like that. And so what motivates me now is to help as many of those people who feel, you know, that they've been dealt uh, a bad hand in life. I want to show them that, uh, you know, they're not a victim, that, that they can, you know, make those choices that are going to have them living a life, you know, that they can't even imagine right now. And I know when I set that goal of becoming that first person to graduate college in my family, I couldn't even imagine have a imagine the life that I'm living today. And I, and I want to take that to everybody else out there that needs hope that needs uh, that process to understand how to set goals and how to stick to those goals and realize that uh, anything is possible. As long as you have enough time, enough energy and enough focus, I truly believe that you can accomplish anything in life. And that's what I want to do is I want to help those people who are living well below their potential to really step it up and real what they're capable. And uh, I want to spend the rest of my life doing that and helping people. And uh, it wakes me up every single morning. And I've never been so fired up about, uh, you know, what I've been working on. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, for a lot of people, it's a lot of just simple tweaks to kind of their everyday and their habits and different kind of like mindset shifts that they can really change the trajectory of their life or just kind of, you know, how they feel about things. I mean, they may not be passionate about their current job or something in terms of a turbulent relationship or something that they still have lingering in terms of something that's happened to them. But it's kind of that mindset coming to terms with it and figuring out, you know, a habit or something helps you or that helps you through it and actually taking the accountability to do so. Because, I mean, a lot of people have a lot of hopes and dreams, but don't take that in terms of writing it down as a goal, writing down a plan and then executing that plan. Yeah, I mean, there's so many people, and, and I mean, I think we all fall into this in, in parts of our lives, but that are just going throughout life on autopilot, and they're really not living their life with purpose. They're not really, you know, taking those action steps that are going to get them to where they want to be. And I mean, we just started a new decade. I mean, what a way to start a new decade here in, in 2020. But I, I know this was a, a big year for me. And as I looked back and kind of said, okay, what, what have I accomplished in this last 10 years? And I think a lot of people that do that are shocked at, uh, you know, where they're at and they thought that they would be so much more, but the reason that they are where they are and the reason that they haven't been able to accomplish all the things that they wanted to accomplish and do all the things they wanted to do is because they've just been living life on autopilot. They haven't really lived life with purpose and realized that they're in control of the direction that their life's going. And that's what I got 
Smarter does is it gives them all the tools, the knowledge, and especially the support to finally take control of their life and live with purpose. That's awesome. So what's one thing that you may have seen as a weakness in yourself in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today? You know what? Uh, like I said, I'm dyslexic. Um, I, I still can't spell. I mean, uh, and, and the fact uh, that was one of the reasons also that I wanted to write a book is to prove it to myself and then also to prove it to others that, you know what, it, when you put your something that you can do it no matter what your limitations, you know, you feel your limitations are. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still strong with that. But I think because of that, I've kind of turned that around to, uh, I'd rather speak face to face with people. And I was in commercial real estate for 20 years and and a salesman. And I think because of uh, the struggles that I've had with uh, the written language, I I think that it strengthened uh, my ability to talk to people and uh, to con- converse with people face to face. So that's turned that in and, and uh, really helped me to uh, convey my ideas verbally because uh, I struggled so much with, uh, with the written language. Yeah, and I think it's important to also kind of double down on your strengths because certain things you can't control or the cards you're dealt or like, you know, a specific weakness or something that you see as a weakness or a challenge to overcome. So doubling down and I think those soft skills like interpersonal skills and having an emotional IQ where you can really connect with people, I think that's in, invaluable to any business. Yeah, and I mean if you if you look at the the uber successful people uh, that that are in the news all the time that are starting all these huge companies, they're good at one or two things. And I think that's what we need to focus on as, as entrepreneurs and, and people out there trying to, to figure out what they want to do in life. It's figure out those two or three things that you're really good at and then focus on those things. Don't, don't focus on the things that you're not good at. I mean, one, you know, in with all the technology that we have now, we can figure out a way to work around those things, but focus on your strengths and uh, get out there and, uh, and let those strengths drive you as opposed to on your weaknesses and, and looking for an excuse why you can't do something. If there, you know, the, the old adage, there's a will, there's a way. Absolutely. I believe that. Yeah, I agree. And in terms of kind of starting a business or endeavor, eventually you can do everything or you're just going to, you know, implode and burn out. Eventually you're going to have to find experts that you, you know, I'm a proponent about people knowing how to do something, but not necessarily being an expert in it. So if marketing, obviously you need marketing in terms of promoting your business, you should know kind of the basics so you can know what's going on. But hiring that expert to fill that space will really kind of exponentially fast track you know, your company or whatever you're doing, because you're not focusing on every little aspect. You're just doubling down on what you're, you're the core, like you said, one, two things you're good at, and then hiring a team of experts that are experts in those specific uh, areas as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I've had the opportunity to start over 10 businesses and, uh, you know, the, the ability to build one of the largest uh, children's daycare centers in, in Las Vegas and also to be able to build one of the largest chains of pet resorts in, in the United States, privately held pet resorts in the United States. And I'll tell you, I surrounded myself with really good people. And uh, that made all the difference because, uh, you know, 
and being able to delegate is a huge thing. It, it, when you have that ability to delegate to other people to help you uh, where your weaknesses are, that will make all the difference in, in, in a business being successful or not. Yeah, I agree. So what's one piece of advice you can leave with the audience, personal or professional? You know what? Take action. I mean, there, there, we're, we're, you know, ho- hopefully you've gotten s- some uh, nuggets of good information here and, and you feel inspired. Take action. Uh, you know, the, the thing is, is most of us, you know, when it comes to achieving our goals and, and living the life that we want to live, it's not a knowledge problem we have. It's an execution problem. We just don't do what we know we're supposed to do when we're supposed to do it. And we sit around and just wait for all the traffic lights to become green before we head on our journey. Take action today. What, what, is, what is that one thing that you can do today that will start you on that path to uh, achieve that goal that you want to achieve? Do it today. Don't wait and uh, you know what, if you do, if you do struggle and you, you do hit a hiccup and get back course and, and do it again, just every single day, look for progress, not perfection. And what you're, what you'll do is exactly what I've done is you'll wake up 20 years later and you'll pinch yourself and you won't believe that you're actually living the life that you're living. I agree. And the reversal of that, if you don't kind of follow through or take that leap 20, 30 years, you get a regret. You're not going to usually have a regret for starting something because you learn something from it. 20, 30 years down the line, you're going to have a what if, if I did it 20, 30 years ago, or would my life be now? Yeah. And I mean, that that's one of the things I, I talk about in my in my book, The Unlucky Sperm Club is, I don't give fear much place in my life, but the one thing that scares me to death is if I wouldn't have moved forward with that first goal of becoming the first person in my family to graduate college, that I would have forfeited the life that I'm living today. And that scares me to death. Uh, if it, you know That one choice to, to fulfill that one goal, if I didn't do that, I would be forfeiting the life I'm living today. So uh, don't wait move forward and don't forfeit, you know, that potential, that wonderful life that's waiting for you in in the future. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, me personally, it's one of those things that wouldn't be fair to the people that came before me to get me here. So I am a first generation immigrant. I came here when I was five from Ukraine with my grandparents, parents, my aunt and my brother. So, I mean, obviously they went through a lot of struggles I'm the first one in the U.S. to go to college in the U.S. and graduate. I mean, they went to school back then, but it's one of those things. My, my grandfather passed away about a year and a half ago, and it was one of those things. Should I just like give up all my goals and just like be depressed about it or remember what he said, that he was proud of me in terms of all these accomplishments? And it wouldn't be fair to him for me just to give up and not reach my full potential. Yeah, I love I love that, and 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 I couldn't agree agree with you more. I mean, as I'm out there living my life, I'm living my life for all those people who came before me, and uh, you know anything that I can do, you know, is uh, is a success for for those people who helped me along the way. None of us do this on our own. We all you know get help from so many people, and uh, I couldn't agree with you more. Gr- great statement. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you, find the book, anything else you have going on? Yeah. Uh, yeah. My book, The Unlucky Sperm Club, is available on Amazon. 
So you can go there and anywhere books are sold. And then you can go to nelsontressler.com and uh, find a lot of information there. You can find uh, I Got Smarter. Uh, that is an app. It is available on the App Store. All one word, I Got Smarter. Uh, and you can go to igotsmarter.com to find that. And uh, we are trying to build out our social media networks. Uh, I haven't been uh, a social media guy, so I'm trying uh, to play some catch up there. But we are uh, on all the social medias at Nelson Tressler. Awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. Thank you, Roland. Really appreciate it. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.